1: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mister Producer Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
2: Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Monday evening?
1: I'm doing fine, but we got a lot to cover.
2: We do, we do. It's a, yeah. Uh, I know before we started hit the, before I hit the record button, you were like, this thing is now all, all of a sudden three pages. I'm <laughs> Like, yeah, I guess oh. it is.
1: <laughs> I mean. There was a lot that has happened. I mean, of course, we are just going to start with the biggest biggest thing we can, which is (laughs) Spider-Man 3 (laughs) will be called No Way Home. (laughs) Yeah. Christmas Day.
2: Christmas Day, yes. And and chances are we'll probably stick with that Christmas release date. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was funny that, uh, I guess, Tom Holland and several members of the – a few members of Zendaya and – the cast were having fun with names and teat with uh, with us, and then of course they, you know, had the nice video that dropped last week with the new name No Way Home. And of course, I think following up from that, Tom Holland was in it. I saw an interview where he uh, pretty much said that Toby and Andrew are, are not going to be in the film, but you know, we'll see.
1: Um. So Doctor Strange will come out after. Mm-hmm. No way, okay, that's interesting That that actually gives more credit To Tom Holland saying Yeah, yeah they're not, I'm the only Spider." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Doctor, yeah Yeah, because I, I want to say Doctor Strange, I want to say it's March
1: 2022 Okay, I can woo. I don't know, I don't know the Batman Will be out that month, I don't know Doctor Strange That's, that's <laughs> a bit risky For me, okay but, but granted, it has this really Beautiful build up that yeah. I like to call Wandavision. However, yeah. it's the way. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll
2: get there, and, um, and hopefully, it won't be the last one with Tom too, because he also does. He's, he, this is his last one as far as under his contract. So we shall see.
1: Yeah, and then meanwhile in DC land, Superman and Lois debuted it on the CW. Everyone is just saying it's raw. It's interesting. It's what they wanted in the movies, which I feel like the CW verse is used to that comparison. By the
2: yeah. <laughs> that's like Roach like check the box, compare it to the movies.
1: <laughs> compare it to the movies. Why why are they doing this this type of um, storytelling on a essentially a teen network? I mean yeah. that's the like young 20 year olds and lowers the prime audience for uh, CW. And yet it has all of these Superman or all of these superhero shows that seem to revitalize the franchise. I, I watched it. The, my, here's my one critique. Okay. It did not need to be two hours. <laughs> it did not need to be like this. And it wasn't even two hours. I think the yeah. runtime was an hour.
2: Yeah, it was like about an hour, maybe twenty with commercials.
1: Yeah, it didn't need to be that. They they really did not have to. I I I I saw where it was all going and I was like okay, but um, overall I think that it did what a pilot should do. Mm-hmm. Where I didn't, I kept for some reason I kept thinking about the Flash pilot, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and if you rewatch the Flash, they they do some stuff. Never continues throughout the rest of
3: the show yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and um i I think with this pilot, I couldn't pick up on anything that I was thinking to myself, that's gonna change, they're not gonna do that mm-hmm. they they very much it was very much just about the characters and yeah. us recognizing this as not not another Superman show but a a show about the Kents,
2: yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with you there. I I did like it as far as the uh, as far as pilots go, and the Flash is a very good comparison because uh, I, like the Flash pilot, this one definitely came out of the gate very strong. Uh, I think it definitely, in a lot of ways, it seems to have ignored Crisis <laughs> and ignored the fact that they are well, maybe not ignore Crisis, but. That they are a part of the Arrowverse because I felt like it was it was almost like a, a, a reboot of the character of what we've seen up to this point in the Arrowverse. So, um, so I, you know, so I, I, as far as thematic things about it, it, it definitely felt a little bit more grounded, and also something I'll get into with Black Lightning later. The and even on even on Batwoman we saw this week as well is. What toll you being a superhero takes on your family, and I really liked that aspect of it as far as the Kent's and his dynamic. His with with us and think a Superman was boring, but also just all the dynamics as far as just their their daily lives, trying to raise a family all the pressures of paying bills and things that, you know, you normally all see in the air of our shows. So, I mean, it definitely, totally, definitely was different, but also I think it, it also gave us, a, you know, it really fleshed out Clark Kent as a, you know, as, as a person and, and, you know, and some of the things that he was having, having to deal with and, you know, with losing his mother and, and also having all those powers. It reminded me of a line in Superman, the movie. Where is it? he's like all the all these powers and I can't I couldn't save him talking about Jonathan when he had his heart attack. And I, I think of the same with what he's dealing with in this show.
1: Right. Right. It it really made him appear as a father, mm-hmm. a flawed father. Mm-hmm. And and which I which I like that twist because yeah. we're we're very much used to him being the a son of Mm-hmm. In the story, and um, he has he has sons of his own to yep. look after, and so we'll see we'll see how it goes. I mean, again, it always is going to get compared to the Flash season one because Flash season one is probably one of one of the, if not the best, CW full complete seasons there mm-hmm.
2: is. Yeah, for sure.
1: Good luck with that. Also something that DC loves to do is right when they launch a show, they love to talk about
3: movies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because this week felt like the best time for it to get um, put out there in the world that Black Panther comic author Tanisha Coates is is writing a Superman reboot movie for Warner Brothers and DC J.J. Abrams is producing under his bad robot label. And no word on if Henry Cavill is returning, and that is primarily because everyone is casting Michael B. Jordan yep. as the Superman. And I say the Superman because we don't know if it's going to be Clark Kent or if it's going to be a different version Um, but I think it's interesting. I, 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 JJ Abrams is an, is, is someone who I'm kind of like, Hmm. Okay.
3: Mm
1: He doesn't have the best track record with me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. Uh, Yeah. When I, when I saw this, I was like, well, it could be the force awakens JJ, or it could be the rise of Skywalker JJ.
1: (laughs) I I mean the The Force Awakens I didn't even think it was that great. I think yeah. everyone likes that movie because of the nostalgia of it, okay. but looking back on it or my first impression of it was it's paint by numbers. Yeah, it is. And it was like that entire trilogy but still.
2: Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe or maybe Star Trek maybe another other where he rebooted a franchise. Uh and I and I thought the 2009 version of Star Trek in the kelvin universe was was very 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 well done so uh but you know
1: yes well be neutral party yeah well
2: hey you know i could easily be like one of these old heads be like well you know if it's not you know william shatner then it's not star trek but i'm not going to be that person but one thing i did want to i thought about this in an article i read uh, earlier this evening and i tweeted it out from uh, about Black Panther. Speaking of of uh, Tanisha Coates and uh, the whole issue of recasting, and, and, and to your point about Black uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, being fan cast so far, and the whole thing about uh, whether or not Chadwick uh, Bozeman, uh, whether or not T'Challa should be recast, and right. it was a very this article um, was really made some really excellent points that. Uh, really, if they really wanted to honor uh, the character and, and Chadwick, is to, is it's indeed to recast because, and, and speaking, and I thought about this in the context of Superman, we've had, and, our, you know, we talked about Henry Cavill, we've had multiple actors play this character, even after, you know, obviously Christopher Ree had his accident and, you know, Brandon Ralph came in and took over. Uh, but yet, for, you know, it made a point with, in particular, with, african-american heroes uh why can't we do that with 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 t'challa right. And, right. and and it was a really good piece go to my personal page I, I tweeted it there and retweeted it from our show account really really thought-provoking on 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 this especially in the context of talking about reboots and one,
1: one thing i want to point out though Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way you just said that it, it, you made it sound like um Christopher Reeves got in an accident, and then the very next day, Brandon Rolfe <laughs> I know,
2: but my point, I, fair, fair <laughs> I enough. I get
1: your point. I completely get your point, yeah. but I just say, there was a time gap there. yeah
2: Yeah, and, and, and that's one of the things this article makes the point, that they could, you know, given that we've heard the news that they're going to do a Wakanda show, you could, like, use that time period to give a little bit more space between Chadwick's death and, and Black Panther 2, so...
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I, I think that at the end of the day they're they initially and I think it was just the shock of
3: it all. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, okay, how do we proceed given this strategy that has occurred and 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 being respectful but also not like moving on too quickly? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Feige and, and Marvel are kind of like it's a balancing act. Yeah. So, so I even if they don't immediately recast him for Black Panther two, I I still don't think like it's not it's not something that maybe once there's more more breath between between um, Chadwick's passing and and when we get the new T'Challa, I I I think they'll return to that well is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, it just um. And, and in Feige, we trust. Exactly. So, exactly. not know when the right time is to go back there and and do the recast because yeah, there you're just withholding another opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, for another star. Yeah. And that's not what Chadwick was about at all.
2: So e- exactly.
1: And speaking about Chadwick, he is the winner of a Glo- Golden Globe, and so are a lot of other people. Some other people I want to worth noting is. Basically, the cast of The Crown. Yeah, gosh. (laughs) And we knew it. We knew that season. The actors and the actress who play Charles and Diana, it's like, yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah. go ahead.
1: (laughs) They they carried that show.
2: (laughs) They really did. They really did. So did Julian Anderson, I have to say.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Oh my God! I just wish her husband would have gotten something too, because he he killed me whenever he appeared on screen. But yeah. I'm very happy for them. Um, surprisingly, all I've been hearing, all I've been hearing for months now, will is this talk about promising young woman,
3: mm-hmm.
1: promising young woman, yep. and, and Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. But I was very shocked. When this other film that I had heard about, but not nearly as much as the other two, um, called No Man Land, basically just felt like it swept a lot of stuff.
2: It did. It got the notable, yeah. I mean, it got the two biggies. I mean, it got director and yeah. and, and and motion picture.
1: Francis won too, right?
2: Um, I think so. I think so. I have to go back and look at the list. I yeah. What but... is
1: she becoming the next Merrill? Like, yeah, really.
2: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 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 the other the other notable uh, ones i had noted this was, was of course Aubrey Ray for Arby day excuse me uh for when in u.s uh Billy holiday and uh only the second black actress to win uh in like 35 years after after Whoopi won i guess for uh, was it sister act or oh, color color purple um but, probably
1: the
3: color yeah i would yeah. think the color first.
2: yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> sorry um uh, yeah i knew she i can't re- i can't recall which one um but uh, i guess time what tommy was yeah that would be about right and then
1: hey, was it ghost it was ghost
2: it was ghost that's right that's right
1: it was ghost because it, color purple i think I, I I have to look this up now. Was, I'm I'm really gonna kick myself, but I think color purple is almost notable as having all of these nominations and winning hardly anything.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was just very very strange. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there was that. There was that, and then of course, um yeah, they know, you know the comedy category. Shit's Creek got its uh, Golden Globe win as departing gift since it's obviously finished up this past year as well. So
1: yeah i it's still so I am treating awards season very much like how my dad treated the football season. Mm. It's a fake season, yeah okay. because the timing is just messing with my head and it doesn't feel real
3: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we've gotten so few like the fact that we've gone without the cinemas for pretty much a year now, it just everything about this feels so removed and isolated that i'm i'm very much not i i don't i'm not like in previous years where i was all about it so yeah
2: but. yeah same same i mean i did <laughs> what yeah but i did catch Judas in Black Messiah very good film
1: me too i watched it too i liked it a lot yeah. it, it's proof of why i i never understand history teachers they like you can't learn history by watching movies. I'm like, well. <laughs> Sometimes those movies are really well done yep. and better and more interesting than the actual history book.
2: Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go and rewatch Hamilton. Thank you very much. That's my... <laughs> um, all right, Well, why don't you walk us through what's going on in Freeland these
2: days? So, episode. Four, three of Black Lightning, the Book of Reconstruction. Quick, um, quick recap of on this particular episode. Uh, again, solid, solid outing for for Black Lightning this week. It was uh, several, several notable things happen. Uh, first, uh, of course, Jefferson is still in in a really bad place uh, as far as Henderson, and and, and Lynn is also still experimenting on herself, trying to. Uh, be uh, someone who can help Lightning and Thunder keep order in the Freeland streets because Jefferson has completely hung up the the costume. He's given it back to Gamby. He's done. He doesn't have anything to do with Black Lightning. Which, of course, just like we saw in the first season, now the 100 and uh, Tobias and and the gangs are, of course, getting control again in in Freeland. So uh, and to that one to that point. Uh, Lala actually set up a, 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 a MMA cage style fight club uh, that he was actually streaming over the internet so people could like place their bets. And uh, the teacher that Jefferson uh, was who lost their son in last week's episode due to the crossfire between all the gang wars, uh, he had given Jefferson an excuse that he was a bouncer, but actually he was in the in Lala's fight club, and Jefferson tracked it down. And uh, ended up in Lala's Fight Club uh, against this opponent who uh, was Lala had you know, basically put in to base, to basically beat anybody so he could you know, obviously control the, all the winnings in the purse when people made bets on these fights. So, so that was a very interesting thing as, as far as you know, Jefferson hanging up his costume as Black Lightning, but he's still going around being. A crime fighter, but it, but not as Black Lightning, but as Jefferson Pierce, utilizing his Black Lightning powers. So yeah, so so there was a lot of talk with that going on this week. Another really interesting thing, as far as his bringing the show into the larger fold of the uh, DC Arrowverse, is uh, Lynn. Whenever she was in her therapy session. Talking about her family, and she she notes that her uh, her brother had dropped out of college and joined the army. And of course, Lynn's last name is Stewart, and we learned in Arrow that it, it was General Stewart who adopted Diggle. And oh. yeah, so they made a canon in this show this week that uh, that Lynn and 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 Diggle our our brother and sister, so which I thought was like, well, as soon as I heard it, I was like, what? They did it. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. I was like, you know, we have theorized about it for, for a while and wondered if that was going to make that happen. So, uh, so Green Lantern is coming, y'all. Green Lantern is coming. <laughs> and, and so there was that. And uh, of course, Thunder um, and Grace, uh, Grace finally woke up from a coma and they, they finally did, were able to tie the knot and uh, Gamby, his playing it with fire with his new girlfriend. Of course, uh, he uh, was able to get one of the direct energy weapons that her company was, was building. So, you know, of course, that that is going to end up blowing up in his face at some point. And uh, speaking of things blowing up, Jennifer uh, was given the faux news treatment. As far as her, her antics, is, as far as one of the local media shows was basically... Uh, doing a hatchet job on, 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 on lightning and, and um, Jennifer decided to just create her own narrative and, and set up social media accounts. So, you know, that's, that's definitely not going to end well either. Uh, but uh, that's something that, some, that did take place this week. And then the biggie uh, was Jefferson and Lynn were trying to patch together their marriage and he, he tried to he arrange a date night for her. And then Lynn gets to the restaurant, and Tobias is there, and they get and Tobias was like, "Come on, let's have dinner, let's talk and so Lynn sits down. Tobias offers her a all the funding and and materials that she needs to be able to cure uh cure disease and Of course, Jefferson walks in, and we fade to black because he heads out of the restaurant, pissed off so Lots going on with Black Lightning. Hopefully, they'll be able to tie up all these threads uh, that they are they're dropping this season. Because, and I hope they do it. It's not one of those like quick resolution things because there's a lot going on in the show right now.
1: Yeah, I really I appreciate how you just broke all that down. Very straight face, very calm, cool, and collected. And I don't know if the listeners fully understood your last point. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to read it from the um, our rundown. Um, <laughs> this is what Will meant to say. So <laughs> if he didn't, he, he, he put on the rundown. Tobias has an indecent proposal for Lynn and Jeff walks in. <laughs> the images that run through my mind... <laughs> Very strange.
2: I meant, to, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I did. I was. I was talking from memory. I didn't look for the at the notes. <laughs> but,
1: <Yeah. laughs> I, just, I was just listening to you, and I said, "Is he gonna say that?" And he and he didn't. And I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm gonna make sure our listeners know yeah, your yeah.
3: truth." It
2: was, yeah. <laughs> that's whenever I was watching I was making the show notes as I was watching the episode and I, and I made that note at the, at the beginning <laughs> instead of seeing how it ended at the end
1: <laughs> cliffhangers for yeah. sure yeah um meanwhile in Gotham we got a brand new episode our last for two more weeks as it goes on um some hiatus but don't worry that just means we got time for the flash next time exactly um this episode, I don't know about this season hmm. there. I don't know if it's slow or something. This episode, I, I kept thinking, and I blame Will as always. Will puts things in my head and then I watch these shows and I can't get them out of my head because you're all of your points about Alice last week. Mm-hmm. I I was so distracted this week watching the episode. Kept thinking. <laughs> Damn it, Will is so right. Alice does not belong in the story anymore, and it's really, it's not good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a,
1: very noticeable now.
2: <laughs> and here's the thing: I will completely do. I will completely blow your mind this week about Alice. So.
1: <laughs> really? Well, go ahead, do yeah. it.
2: Well, I, I agree with you. Let me just first say that I, I, I agree with you that this episode. And the other thing that hit me was we're already at the sixth episode with this season.
1: Yeah, uh, it's going back quick.
2: Yeah, it is. It really is. And I felt that it did, for me, it started off slow this week.
3: Mm hmm.
2: And then, but it, and especially when they were doing the work, trying to use the Desert Rose antidote. uh, And it just seemed like, I don't know, it just took me a while to get into the episode. Uh, And and, but once I did get into it, it, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was a pretty solid outing uh, overall, Uh, even the Alice story, uh, because the reason why this week Alice worked for me was because she was classical Alice. Was she? (laughs) She was. Yeah. I mean, beat by beat, the things that makes Alice interesting, uh, I, I felt helped. Carried a story forward this week because they did tie. I felt this week they did a better job of tying the map, the Napier map painting, into uh-huh. the overall story better this week.
1: So, so I will I will see your point, but I I think there was one moment that was classical Alice, and it was very 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 at the mm-hmm. last like two minutes. I was like, okay, Alice, yeah. partially back. Yeah, but. For, for whatever reason, I think that the um why she didn't stand out as much to you this week is because because of the painting, not so much of her, mm-hmm. but the painting and ocean. Mm-hmm. Like ocean suddenly got connected to Angelique, which connects Angelique to Ryan, and suddenly we have more motivation. Like there there really are Moving in a way where Ryan is 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 being pushed into the center of this whole web mm-hmm. um, um, with Sofia and the Cure, which which is something that for whatever reason the thought this always happens to me when I watch Batwoman at the very beginning. There's a few scenes, and then I think to myself, "Oh, I wonder if they're going to use the Cure yep. on on Ryan, mm-hmm. Kryptonite." And oh, okay, I yeah. see where we're going now. <laughs>
2: yeah, I had that same thought this week as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see where we're going now. Very anticlimactic, but which I agree. I think I think oddly enough, this episode does a really good job with tying these these ends that for the past few episodes have have felt very disconnected and trying to bring them together to be, bring everyone on the same page. But at the same time, for whatever reason, it was really hard to get into.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, like um, this, yeah. I don't know. This is, it, was, it was... Yeah, I don't know if this is the way it was edited or... Uh, oh, I got
1: to about the editing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or what it was. But yeah, it just seemed that it... Yeah, it, with the kid, and and then of course the 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 um, person in the asylum who was um, who who needed to cure to to help him with his you know with the the op- brain operations that Hamilton Labs did on him, it, it just seemed yeah, it just seemed like okay, where are they going with this? And but once you know, but like I so said, once it got going, and then. You know, of course, when when Jacob and and Mary are having their moment in, in the in the car, in the car, in the car and uh, of course the you know there's something about you know there's people getting rammed <laughs> in bat in bat themed uh, products because I, I thought about I thought about when when Christian Pell's Batman like rammed a car to keep uh, the guy from making it to the TV studio to tell the world who he was but it was it was one of those things where okay it's you know to my point earlier in, a, in their show where we're we're dealing with fathers not knowing or the toll that it takes on them and doing all this crime fighting in the case of jacob kane really not knowing who, who mary was and even his, his his widow his mary's mother and mm-hmm. and and I don't know you know and and maybe it ties back to his obsession with trying to find out what happened to Beth early on you know i don't I don't know what caused Jacob to like lose track of you know the rest of his family was it the building the crows, I don't know what it was, but I thought it was just a through line I've, i saw on some shows this week that um uh, made me think about the bigger point of what doing this type of work takes on, on individuals.
1: Yeah. I, I, Mary is always going to stand out to me. And when they do stuff with her, um, I, I think that it's, it's kind of, it didn't hit as hard as in other weeks, but I still appreciated that it's, yeah so, um, Dad or stepdad or whoever I should call you these days because my mom isn't around anymore mm-hmm. we um we only have each other left in this crazy family that we've built, and I'm running this lab <laughs> this <laughs> clinic this underground clinic illegally kinda um so so I'm and it kind of goes back to Mary's been leading this double life too mm-hmm. that we always forget about yeah. and and I'm glad that they didn't reveal and FYI I'm working with Batwoman. Yeah. But I I think that um it was still just enough to kind of talk about that double life in that tool that you were you were speaking about as well. On top of that, we have a lot of Ryan and Angelique and mm-hmm. Sophie. Um there totally setting up Ryan and Sophie getting together like in a few seasons. I don't know if they can rush it. Yeah. But enemies to lovers, classic. 101. You think? Um Angelique, we knew she, she was she was going to do something and they 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 had a heartbreaking goodbye um because of Sophie and what else happened?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was very, I saw the heartbreak coming, you know, again, like certain things are telegraphed, like for example, the Krypton poisoning cure being the desert rose. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we, we wondered what was going to be the, the breaking point for, for Ryan and Angelique. And, and it was interesting enough, the crows. And I I thought that was, you know, I thought about, Lucas, Luke's, I see, I'm I'm talking, I sound like Mary now, (laughs) when she was trying to call for help. I thought Luke's comment about um, Ryan being a hero really, not only where she's trying to fight a terminal disease, but also the choices, again, that she's been making for Angelique first years ago when she took the fall for her. And which led her to be in prison and her first interaction with the crows and Sophie, and then mm-hmm. and then now trying to help Angelique get out of the collective and you know setting up this deal with Sophie. And you know, and the real you know, the big takeaway it seems with Angelique and, and, and Ryan's relationship is you know, Ryan. Really wants to help, but Angelique is just a person that won't will accept that help. And and the other piece to it is as well is given how Brian was so like burned it all down with the with the with the crows. So to Mary and, and Luke, and and she had the conversation on the rooftop with with Ryan with so with uh, with Sophie as well. Uh, now, actually partnering with them to to try to to help angelique so uh it yeah i think to your point it it, it is maybe setting the stage for them to uh have a romantic relationship but i think a lot of things have to happen for that to 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 transpire uh and one of those is sophie having to really come to to terms with the organization that the crows is
1: well, the organization that the Coro is, and and her grief over Kate, yeah. I think that I think that's what this season is building up to. Yeah. And then next season will be the season of romance. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they the You're, signs are all there.
2: Yep. Yeah. They And they do um, have great chemistry on screen together too. So that they, definitely
1: they do. I would argue they have better chemistry than her and Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I never was a fan of them together, yeah. um, Ryan and, or Sophie and Kate together. I never was. I was like, ah, oh, this is way too forced.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but so I hope they take that lesson and don't force this and just allow it, which they are doing a good job of right now. Right now they're doing a pretty good job because like you said, there, there's a lot of other stuff going on, um, to prevent that being the focus. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> But I think that is it for us on Batwoman um, because we got a very big episode of Wandavision to cover.
3: Yeah,
1: and by episode I mean previously on, so we're basically talking about MCU history.
2: Yeah, <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> this episode is what I needed. I've needed for the past two weeks from Wandavision mm-hmm. because. The, 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 again, breaking these episodes crafted in such a way that pays, pays homage to classic TV episodes. So mm-hmm. to have this kind of flashback um, version or, or like this take on almost it, It's a Wonderful Life um, or, or Ebeneer versus Scrooge and all of that. I think was so so well done because they allowed they they did it so that a we could figure out how Wanda got to Westview mm-hmm. and b also do a lot of retcon for the MCU mm-hmm. and we'll get there and then also just tell an origin story yeah. that he, he, we honestly didn't even think we a needed or wanted but for some reason, when you're watching it, you're just like, this is why I liked her so much in Infinity War. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs>
1: and and the, the, the moments that they chose, they, they didn't feel, they didn't feel extensions of things that we've already seen. They felt very honest to both what we know about Wanda
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and Wanda vision itself,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like the, the crafting the shows that have been um, alluded to with how this season has unfolded with Mary Toller Moore and Malcolm in the middle and planning them through these flashbacks. You're just like, okay,
2: yeah.
1: they, they, they went so freaking meta. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. They did, they did, yeah, um, so I agree that this really did do a marvelous job of re- just basically re- I guess for me, it, it validated why I have come full circle on this on, on this from when we started watching this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your, you know, one of the points you made was, you know, again building on all the various sitcom tropes and 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 one of the other classic sitcom and even show tropes a lot of times is to do the do the flashback episode. Yep. And 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 so we got that one this week. And as far as origin stories, I remember whenever we first started talking about Wandavision, the first couple episodes, I was it was for me, as a as a MCU watcher, it was like, okay, yeah, Wanda and, and Vision were, yeah, they were characters in the in the story, but not ones, and they had moments, notable no- moments in the story, but they really, it did a marvelous job over the course of the these eight episodes of really making us care about these two characters in the MCU in a way that we. Now, in a way that people do about Tony Stark, in the way they do about Steve Rogers. Now, I feel, and the numbers, the metrics bear it out. I mean, people feel that way now about Wanda and Vision. Right. Uh, and and so, you know, so this. Uh, hats off to 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 the creative team and, and and the way they structured this this series and and a very linear storytelling this time. In and, mm-hmm. and, and, and this particular episode
1: Yeah I mean you, we, we should just do a retcon Of Captain America Civil War And replace the Peppercross scene With the scene in this episode About grief mm-hmm. um, Because that's that's something That looking back on Up until this point we never Really did see Her grieving the loss of her brother No And, and on top of that I, from what I heard, a lot of people have gone back to Age of Ultron and rewatched that movie because the mo- the motivation of the twins originally is very like, OK, we we have no connection to you and your family, so it's going to seem a bit thin. Mm-hmm. But watching the scene play out, you see the the loss of innocence and, and everything in that moment of that the, the maybe not the loss of innocence, but the loss of a, the, the sta- what life could be or what life, what a family should be that has been shown to them mm-hmm. while watching all these old TV shows. Yep. Like the white picket fence yep. idea, mm-hmm. um, which, which is beautiful and, and is a lot of what we've already speculated. We've already speculated that this is about grief and TV is a way people escape some of their their um, biggest emotions and remind and because it's a safe place because everything works out and yeah. nothing is real and and they talk about that a lot throughout this and and Agatha, I love Lizzie Lizzie Alson. Um all, all of her true fans call her Lizzie. By the way, I don't know <laughs> if you know I, I hear Chris Evans call her that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and I think I think Elizabeth Allison is is like this is her episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I do think though, Katherine Hahn, without her, just the the sprinkle of Katherine Hahn that you get in every single beat, and and the way that Marvel that they've constructed not only the story about Wanda, but They've used Agatha in such a way that you're 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 also realizing along the way. So last week was a farce, mm-hmm. and it wasn't Agatha all along. It's been Wanda
3: mm-hmm.
1: all along, and and Agatha is just here because she's been trying to figure everything out, just yep. like the rest of us.
2: Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's so great about this show. I mean, you know, we we talked a few weeks ago about how jimmy and darcy were or us and now Mm -hmm. and now it's you're so right it's agatha now we're agatha is us we're trying you know all these like little all these easter eggs all the things they throw out every single weekend we're very spiraling and they get all blown to hell agatha is that person now and and i and 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 you're right I, i was talking with someone who was disappointed that monica wasn't in this episode and they didn't need to be this this really had to folk it really to your point it really was wanda all along and for this episode to work it had to pair off agatha and and wanda solo so they could really explore and get into the deeper depths of the things that we've been getting all these Think you know, all the tie all these commercials, the start toaster. I mean, you know, the, the bomb being the put the toaster, the yo yo, yo, magic, and and, and and Agatha's uh taking her back to the scene that we saw at the end of uh of, of uh Winter Soldier when we first introduced to to Wanda and her brother and and
1: and and,
2: and the heart and the heart. The oh, yeah. And the,
1: the, oh the, my god! Yeah, <laughs> the heart on the calendar, which we learn, is 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 pretty much the heart on a on a note to Wanda about this is, um, this is where
2: yeah
1: to grow olden yeah bought, yeah to Vis- grow olden
2: yeah yeah I mean Vision had bought a plot of, yeah he bought this lot. And you know, mm-hmm. that, and that that you know, the heart from what you know, we were all like thinking, what does this heart mean in the first episode? And what does and all, all and we we get the answer. It was them to a space where they could retire and from being superheroes and 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 brawl together. And 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 that was another beautiful thing about this episode when we we see the moment that uh, Wanda and, and Vision fall in love. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it was, you know, as we talked about before, it was a place of grief. And, of course, I mean, everyone is, you know, I mean, clearly the the, the big takeaway line, uh, in addition to the grow old and uh, from the week is, uh, but what is grief? Is it not love persevering? Yeah. Uh, I mean, damn. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I had to stop for a moment when I when I was watching that for, for various reasons. You know, obviously just recent, you know, at least with my father. But, mm-hmm. um uh, you know it, it that you know such a simple line but so profound
3: right
1: right it's it's classic vision from age of Ultron.
3: yeah it really
1: yeah <laughs> I, I mean we all that that movie is well that movie um mm-hmm. but everyone remembers vision and Ultron talking yep. at the very end
2: at the very end yep. and,
1: and vision best moments are when, and, and you'll appreciate that, is when he goes full data on
2: mm-hmm. you. Yep, <laughs> exactly.
1: <Yeah. laughs> and it just speaks the truth even though he has no ability to understand humanity because he's not human. Yeah. And 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 so I, I think that's why that line in particular just hits home because it's a classic vision line that is just – pulls you back into – how on earth do you do you have a woman fall in love with a robot? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that robot says things. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. And he, um, yeah, he says things. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, that's not the only magic trick that this episode does because something that blew my mind is, you know, I remember when they were first announced, we're going to have Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch and, and everything, but I think even when Ultron was first dropped, there was speculation: will Will they ever call her the Scarlet Witch?
3: Right.
1: And and that there's been so much time removed mm-hmm. that that debate has like kind of just ended.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so now in this episode, that's the last line that that says: "This is chaos magic. You're the Scarlet Witch." And we're just like.
3: They Damn, said it.
2: They said it.
1: <laughs> this is what this episode and this pretty much up until this point in this season has been building to. Just that name drop. Mm-hmm. And why am I so satisfied? Because it's freaking awesome. <laughs>
2: it was. Yes. Totally. It totally was. Because up to this point, yeah, we all called her that. But again, how meta the show is. And also, yeah, her, Agatha dropping that and. Boom! It was like dropped the mic. That was like I, I literally was like I like started clapping. I was like they did it.
1: <laughs> it's such a bizarre thing to feel satisfied over because this whole time we're like, oh, Dormamu or yeah, oh, these other people might come in and she's gonna call them out and then no, 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 no. It's it's not about them right now. It's about Wanda it's about and Wanda. who Wanda really is, which she's a Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Duh.
3: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> no. What does that mean? (laughs) So I, which I just, I thought was such a funny thing or not even a funny, but just this way of where, again, this, this balancing act that they've been doing of all this love loss Mm -hmm. exploration through this episode. Yeah. And then it goes straight back into, but, but. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is still the MCU, so yeah, we're gonna drop some some names for you, and yeah. some power, some abilities, and then and then also, you know, we can't we can't fully go non-vision, so we have to bring him back to life.
2: Yep, yeah, and kinda, kinda, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, but you know, but again, how how well they just pulled all the threads together because I because with with Hayward manipulating the situation and cause cause at the, and, and also I guess a failure on the part you know, it, it, of, of maybe the Avengers and how reckless or, or maybe it wasn't that maybe they, they just, you know, since he was a part of sword sword and, and, and which is an outgrowth of shield and the whole, and, and thinking to the bigger point of the, so- the Sokovian Accords, and um, and thinking back to Civil War, of course, you know Vision siding on, on the side of, of Tony Stark, and I guess they were able to instead of giving Vision a proper funeral, you know, he, he, he you're right. I mean, it reminds us of the point that he is a robot and he is a a, a creation, and and uh, you know think back to the episode where hayward was like wanda breaking into the lab and of course we see actually what actually ends up happening he did she she didn't still take visions body they they kept it
3: Mm -hmm.
2: to, to to build a weapon and he says look while they're having that conversation which was you know where he again he was manipulating the situation with wanda whenever she went to the sword headquarters you know we can't let forty. You know we can't let millions of dollars of that vibranium go into the ground and and right. and, and, and 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 he plants these various things in her because I don't know if he was going to use that to maybe have her conjure up. You know, given that Vision did get his original powers from the Mind Stone, and Wanda, presume you know we learn also she got her powers at least. At least they were awakened by the Mind Stone. Yeah, and
1: so much freaking retcon. they, yeah. did. they even retconned the show itself mm-hmm. with that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, they like, did. Like, they retconned you within you a retcon. Remember,
1: yeah. when we thought we showed you her stealing his body. Yeah. We didn't show you that. We just led you to believe we, that. Yep. and this is actually what happened.
2: Mm-hmm. And and
1: it's like we led you to believe that Tony Stark's missile. Just didn't go off, which still we're going to let you think, well, maybe she already had the powers and yeah. she did something. So it's just, they, I don't know. Why didn't they just call this retcon?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's previously on.
1: <laughs> previously on. But wait a second. We're going to retcon what yeah. we previously showed you. Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. retcon p- past Future, present, everything.
2: Everything, yeah. But also, one little other note I was thinking about that is sort of hanging out there, especially when we see the White Vision at the end in the in the mid season credits is uh, Darcy finding that computer program whenever she hacked into the heck into their swords system,
3: mm. uh,
2: and there was that file that she was trying to to, to learn more about. So I, you know, I think that file is probably tied to to the White Vision.
1: Yeah. Yeah, see, see the, we were just talking about a show that we love, and that has great writers, but the, the episode pulled together, and I'm talking about Batwoman, mm-hmm. pulled together points in a way that didn't engage us. It was like a lot of exposition, some action, and just like kind of pulling everything together. This episode did that same thing. The difference, though, is... I never was bored.
2: Right.
1: Or and I never felt like I was thinking too much. I was just letting things happen. Mm-hmm. Like like you, you we shouldn't be watching the shows to be like, "Oh, let me just think about why they put that there so that then I can basically tell myself what's going to happen" instead of actually just watching it all unfold in front of me, which is what WandaVision did this week. Is it's like, "Nah." We're gonna retell you these stories, and for some reason, it's not gonna be boring, even though you quote unquote already know this. Mm-hmm. No, we're gonna we're gonna replay it in a different way, share some new insights, and then just be like, "Bam, she's a Scarlet Witch." Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. And, yeah. And even yeah. And and all fan fan and non fan of comics alike love that moment. Y- you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was so satisfying. I mean, we, you know, clearly you and I know it was, that that's what she was being known by. But if you came to the show with no previous history of, of Marvel, then you are equally satisfied.
1: It's just even when she was saying it, I was like, I was like, where's she going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, oh, it's like, that's, like,
3: wow. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: after all the people who are like Mephisto, were like she's gonna say Mephisto, and then she was like the Scarlet Witch, and they were like boom, my mind just exploded.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no theories about that. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think that is it for us tonight. Yep. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
2: Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter.
1: And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Good night and geek out. You're welcome.